I'm Anna Morris, and this is SEO in 2023 Additional Insights. Anna, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023? Oh gosh, I think um, it pretty much comes down to creating unique content, which uh, for us is something that we're talking to a lot of people about at the moment is interactive content. And interactive content doesn't have to cost the earth. I think that's something that people sometimes think, oh, interactive content, oh gosh, it's, you know, it's going to cost loads of money. It's going to take loads of time, lots of dev work. But yeah, um, I think it is accessible to all. It's just knowing what type of content you should be creating and what's going to get your audience interested, basically. So what does interactive content actually mean nowadays? Um, what does it mean in terms of perhaps even not, not necessarily code, but um, look and feel and um, what users do when they're on the content? So interactive content can be all sorts of different things. So um, something that we're looking at at the moment, we're, we're creating various different things for clients, for example, different calculators, that things that you know aren't just necessarily useful to somebody, but something that's also a little bit of fun, something that you know is shareable. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be on their own website. I think that, again, is something that people get kind of worked up about is, oh my gosh, I've got to create it on my website. How do I do it? How do I embed something like that? And it just seems overwhelming. So it's even simple things like um, creating polls on social media that are so simple to do and it's free. All it literally takes is a couple of minutes of your time and also to think, well, what is something that I get asked very, very often? What is maybe a problem that customers have or something that you're experiencing in your everyday life? It doesn't have to always be super, super business related. It can be about your experiences in general life. I think people, you know, they they do invest in people and they want to know the people behind businesses as well. They want to feel that genuine connection. So yeah, simple thing as, as a poll on LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, Facebook is is valuable as well. So when I was in, involved in SEO agency life, um, we used to do things like um, create embed codes, but also that incorporated some HTML that incorporated a link back to your website as well. Uh, and then that embed code would obviously appear on other websites. You'd perhaps outreach to people to to try and encourage them to inc- incorporate that in their site. But you're talking about things that don't necessarily incorporate embeds and probably not HTML links within there as well. So how do you actually measure the SEO value of what you're recommending? I mean, it's by building your brand, first off. So it's looking at your brand and creating content that your customers want to actually engage with, that your customers are interested in. By increasing kind of that customer interaction, that's going to increase your brand awareness. That's going to then obviously include more searches on things like Google. And then obviously, yeah, if you are creating stuff on your website, that's great. They can interact with that. They can come back for the results as well. So you're keeping people coming back to your website time and time again. So you can start looking at the increase in organic. You'll see an increase in keywords, obviously visibility. So you you will still see the the SEO benefits. Um, but I think it's a case of stop chasing the the kind of the, the the links always. You know, it's something about creating content that's actually for customers rather than creating a piece of content for links and I think that's something that we're seeing and hearing more and more about is you know when you're creating content make sure that it's for your audience it's for your customers rather than chasing the clicks and the links and having those really catchy headlines that actually when you read the content are kind of meaningless that's not going to get you traction over time whereas if you actually harness the the power of your your audience you get that buy-in from them that's kind of the the holy grail if you like. 
So, so how does an SEO then work as part of a larger marketing team, but at the same time also kind of justify what they're doing from an SEO perspective? Uh, if it's focused on doing things like enhancing brand reach, then it's a fluffier metric to, to try and put your finger on. So, so, so how do you actually talk about the value of what you're doing uh, as an SEO when you're doing things like that? It's difficult. It's really difficult. And it's something that we're, we're looking at at the moment. I think, you know, we, especially, well, you, you probably saw that um, even Google last week, they announced um, various different things at their talk. And they said about you know, how they're using AI to look at content. And I think that's made us think, okay, well, if we're going to create content, it needs to be genuine. So how do we make sure that it's going to get you know, still get traction that Google's going to put it in its search results so that we can get some traction. So we're getting, you know, we still want links, essentially, we do still want links, but they need to be the right kind of links, they need to be the ones that are going to generate the traffic as well. I think a lot of the time people will create links willy nilly. And, you know, those those links don't necessarily result in traffic. And it's a case of, okay, well, maybe let's have a look at that. If we're building these links, are they building or, or actually generating traffic for us as well, as well as obviously increasing rankings um, and looking at overall organic traffic? I think it's just looking at the wider picture. Um, it is harder to quantify. I think it's going to be something that people are going to be talking about over time as well, because one thing that I think I've always struggled with is if we're doing some kind of content or PR campaign is, you know, people will often measure you on the number of links. They will also, you know, look at the the authority of those links, but it always comes down to the number of links. And I've always been kind of against that because I think, well, it still needs to be genuine. They still need to be quality links and sometimes less is more. And actually they'll get more traction from the right kinds of people as well and get in front of the right audience. So yeah, it is it is a difficult one. You also mentioned social media there as well. When you were talking about interactive content, you talked about things like social media polls. I assume you're talking about polls natively with within social media platforms themselves. And, and that's even further away from, I guess, something that's measurable from an SEO perspective. So how, how do you square that? Yes, it is. But I think you can repurpose that content as well. So, you know, I think one of the things that we always look at as well is, is repurposing content. If you're creating a poll, you've also got to think, well, what's the next step from that? Same with any kind of piece of content or if you're creating a page, a landing page of some sort, you know, what is the next step? So it's all right, okay, creating a poll, but what are you going to do with that piece of content once you've actually finished that poll? Are you going to just leave it on that social platform, not even tell people the results? Because if you don't tell people the results, what's the kind of point? Like people, I, if I enter a poll, I want to know the results afterwards. Like what was the outcome? Was I right to put yes to something? Am I in the majority? Am I in the minority? So I think doing follow-up content, both on social media, but again, on your blog, you could even, you know, if you've got something that's really newsworthy, you can then outreach that. And that's a unique piece of content that you have um, that you've created specifically with your audience set and I think that's what it's going to come down to especially with how the, the the search is going to be changing is creating unique content you know you can't just keep rehashing stuff uh, and you can't keep thinking I'm going to put loads of links on it and that's going to be the the best thing because we don't know what the future is going to look like it's, it's going to be testing the waters but if you're doing unique content then that's kind of your your best port of call at the moment. Yeah it's a great piece of advice there and um I like the fact that you talk about using that content, using the results from the social media poll 
in other pieces of content, maybe in digital PR, um, kind of talking yeah. about results in, in different ways as well. And it made me think about the possibility of doing things like incorporating perhaps other thought leaders, um, industry bloggers with, within the poll yeah. as well, or maybe even actually housing the poll on their social profiles. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Is, is that something that you'd, you, you do and recommend as well? Yeah, I think it's creating that whole community of people and, and using your contacts, using people that are in your industry. I think, that, again, there's it's not just in agency, it's in a lot of industries that we see is that they're scared of talking to other people in their industry. And actually, if you can create different partnerships with people, even competitors, and actually work together, then you're going to have more impact. You're not just working alone. So I think, yeah, don't don't be scared to use your contacts. And again, when we do any kind of PR campaign, we all say to people, well, who do you already know? Like, let's let's look at using some of those people. They might be partners. They might be even customers that they've already got. They could also, you know, share the content or create content for you. But yeah, it's creating that community. And it's not, I think, I think, yeah, people have just got to think, well, it's not just me on my own. Look at, you know, the, the wider audience and build that community hub. I think a lot of SEOs might be a little bit concerned about linking out to influencers. So for instance, um, if you have a great relationship with an influencer and uh, you've done something like perhaps um, create a, a poll in their social profile and uh, you naturally want to perhaps write a blog post on your site summarising what you've done, summarising the results um, and, and linking out to them as a resource to your own audience. But your SEO heads maybe says, I shouldn't be doing that. I should actually try to get a link from their site and not linking out to them. How do uh, <laughs> you deal with that? How do you deal with that? Look, if it's genuine, like I think, just do it. People overthink it again, and with with AI now, like you can't think, oh no, I need to keep it for myself because they're going to display the most relevant content. So even if you're linking out to them, if your content is the hub of information and you've used their link, you've included their link to them as a relevant link that is going to be interesting for their audience. It's adding something to that piece of content. Um, One, people are probably going to link to that because they're like, oh, this is the information. This has got everything you need. Plus it's got links to other influencers in there, links to maybe other companies. They're going to use you to link to as that resource piece and as that hub uh, of information. And with AI, they will see that and you as that unique piece of content that they then want to show in the results potentially. But yeah, I think thinking, oh gosh, I can't link to them is is the wrong wrong mindset. Definitely, I I don't know. Yeah, it's just just do what seems right, do what's natural. You mentioned the letters of the hour AI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where does AI fit into either the creation of or the marketing of interactive content? Again, if you can create something that's user generated, so you're using your community, using your audience, and it's going to be unique um, in whatever shape or form that that takes, then that's going to be the most beneficial type of content that you can create. So, I mean, time and time again, I see, you know, people trying to, I mentioned like rehashing content. Yes, it's okay to repurpose content, but I think rehashing someone else's content isn't the right thing to do. If you're going to create content, it has to have a unique hook. So if you're creating something, create a poll, get some unique data because then that has the potential to be found in search and with AI it's going to be looking for that unique data it can go out and find all of this other content but if it's unique to you it's more likely to then show you for that piece of resource or that resource data 
so yeah I think using what you've got is going to be so so important and user generated content is is like brilliant like why wouldn't you use that and where's your starting points when it comes to actually deciding what to talk about in a poll, what options to include? Um, I mean, do you do keyword research? Um, do you use tools like Also Asked? Uh, do, do you look at uh, Google Suggest or some, something else? Yeah, yeah. So we always do um, keyword research anyway. I mean, we have full content plans for, for clients. We know different things that are going on in their industry, also things that are going to be unique to them if they're holding certain events or they're you know, acquiring a business or there's something else going on, they're launching a new product. Um, but yeah, we, we we tie that in as well to different keyword research. We look at keyword trends. I mean, TikTok is being talked about more and more as well because there's so many different trends on there. Even people using that as a, a search platform, which is for me, it's just mad. Like, I think that's crazy, but it's it. people are doing it and I get it. I mean, I'm not one of these people that's all into TikTok, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's another tool to use to look at keywords that, you know, if you're going to create a piece of content, has it got traction on other social channels? So it's looking at what social channel is going to be the best place to create even, you know, different types of interactive content or share content and then we yeah we ask customers uh, you know what what are their audience wanting what are the common questions that they get asked is there a certain problem or concern that people have is there something going on in their industry because they're the best people to to know about different things that are going on in their industry and then we can have a look at yeah whether it's going to get traction based on on search understood okay so so what you're basically saying is you can't necessarily rely on keyword tools decide what is the most pertinent topic to be talking about now. Perhaps there isn't enough keyword volume for that at the moment and you need to check out maybe cutting edge um, people on social media to see what the up and coming trends are. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, there's, we're just looking at Google can be a bit old fashioned almost now that you have got to look at other different tools. I hate to say it, but yeah, it's, you know, it's definitely something that we're looking at. And I think, that there's so many different social channels out there and people that are starting new trends. And again, it's starting conversations with people and asking some of the influencers, what are you seeing? What's interesting to you? Like some people are scared to ask other people what's going on and if they've got any ideas, um, other experts as well. So again, it's, it's starting these conversations and actually asking people first off, what are they interested in? Start gauging interest and then you think, okay, well, what are the research is there to warrant us doing a piece of content around that? You've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023, so now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023? What they shouldn't be doing. Do you know what? I think it's taking their foot off the brake. You know, we, I think as SEOs, we we tend to, we, well, it is constant anyway, and you are monitoring. But so many times, I think people become a bit complacent and think, okay, yeah, cool, we've got it down. And I think it's, you know, we're, we need to be looking at other social platforms like TikTok, like Pinterest even, like they're making some massive changes as well at the moment. So yeah, maybe including some of that in, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of saying what you should do. It's what you shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> you don't um, want to be negative, should, do you? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm re- I really struggle with that. Um, so you shouldn't take your foot off the brake, I think. Um, yeah, don't become complacent uh, is probably the 
best best thing especially just at the moment things are changing so so fast but don't so actually something I did take a screenshot this morning and it's something I've seen everywhere oh my gosh so people are looking um and talking about it and I it's common, it's normal, but looking about how to optimize certain things on a website, they're looking at your title tags in particular. And we, you know, we optimize meta, we optimize your H1 titles and stuff. But I think with AI and how Google's going and the route they're going down, it's not going to be about that. It's going to be about the actual content, the body of that content. If your content isn't good enough, like yeah, you can have any title you want, but if and it can be optimized to high heaven. But if the content isn't good enough, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. You've got to focus on having really good content. Anna Morris is founder and MD at Quibble, and you can find her over at quibble.digital. Anna, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. Thank you. I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at seoin2023.com.